you know, that would became known as is the Iron War when with Dave Scott, who had uh, who had won six, uh, and and Mark Allen, who had struggled on the Big Island and had won none. Um, and this was a major show. This became, like I just said, what they refer to as the greatest race of all time, called the Iron War. But we're we're I'm sitting here watching this, and I'm a young kid. I've got a 1989. I'm 17 or 18, and uh, they're running side by side, and. And all of a sudden, I see Mark Allen just step off to the side of the road. I'm like, oh, no, what's going on? And I'm, ne- and I'm never in my life, and I can't unremember this. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, he stops, squats, grabs like, I don't know how he quite did it, but grabbed like a part of his shorts and just this massive spray of bodily fluid. And I was like, in the Iron War year? Yes, they, yes, they and don't I'm, make Mitch. Of course, they're not going to show it on television. I, and I'm literally thinking, "Holy shit!" All right, welcome back to the Stages Podcast. Well, you know, it's October, and uh, we're back. JB. Here we go again. I know. We were we were we had this thing going in the summer in July for the Tour de France. And then we went down to to Denver and did um the Colorado Classic. And both of those things led to to a lot of people sending in um obviously a lot of questions, but also a lot of suggestions. Like you know, and we've talked about this, go do the Vuelta or do the Worlds or Tour what, Down Under tour, people lot, were requesting. A lot of bike racing stuff, but honestly, one of the ones that we got the most requests for was the Hawaii Ironman, mm-hmm. which takes place in Kona on, on the Big Island this weekend. And so uh, we we're like, okay, well, let's, let's do it. And, and we, I, uh, you know, I feel confident with, that we put together a good show here. And, and, and it, as we went along with it, it just, uh, it just kept getting better and better. Uh, I will tease out that uh, we had so much content, we're going to break this up into three different segments um, and, and in uh, the final two segments, one will be with, uh, well, actually both of those will be with, with triathlon, um, um, true triathlon legends. So, uh, with Mark Allen and Dave Scott and, and speaking specifically to, uh, the history between them all the way back to the, to 1989, the most famous <laughs> Ironman ever. And then also more technical stuff. So for people that are actually in Kona, racing in a matter of days i think you'll find it interesting to to listen to what these two guys who are who are obviously amazing athletes uh but are now at the top of their game coaching uh, um you know a lot of other athletes not just professional ones but but uh rank and file age groupers you know from first to last and so the, this this sport and this event specifically is a very very technical one so it'll be cool to get their thoughts Okay, so it was a no-brainer when we were covering the Tour de France stages, but I, I think it's important to explain to everybody what the Ironman means to you. Like, there's there's a lot there, right? I mean, there's a lot of history. What your passion is it? Would you would you rank it as a top five thing uh, of your life? Well, it was it was you know my the you know the the uh, the arc of my story in, in sports really. Uh, starts with and goes through triathlon. I was, I was a competitive swimmer first as a young kid and then ran track and cross country. I put uh, those together, got a bike, and then started doing triathlons. I did the Iron Kids triathlon when I was 12 or 13, and then 
um, um, turned professional when I was 15. So it, it was the, it was, it was the first main, you know, well, it was the first professional sport I ever did. I was a high school kid traveling the world racing tries and then went away, uh, to cycle or went, you know, exclusively let's to cycling. Let's not just gloss over that. Let, let's, let's go. You, when you came on the scene, you were a freak kid. Mm. Like it caught people thank, were like, thank who you. it, no, I mean, it was, it was unheard of. It was sort of unprecedented and you, you Kate, took, took the sport by storm. Well, I was, I could, I could swim and I could ride. So I was, I was guaranteed to be in the action because I could get out with the leaders on the swim and I could hang on the bike. And then, you know, as, as a 15 year old, when, when they get off Mark Allen and, and, and Rick Wells and Mike Pig and Andrew, all these guys get off the bike and run, you know, 32, 33. I couldn't do that as a 15 year old. Uh, but I was, but I was in the mix enough for two thirds of the event that it got a lot of attention. Yeah. You know, I, I faded in the run many times. Um, but it was, it was, it was a, it was a big, uh, you know, it was big for me. Oh, you know what? I, yeah, I don't think I've ever told you this, but my dad historically, and he lived in Dallas, would always mail me articles mm. of interest. <laughs> he made, when you won the president's triathlon, I believe he sent me an article about that. Mm. He's like, follow this kid. This is interesting. It was kind of no, no, cool. the Dallas Morning News covered it pretty closely back in the day. And um, were, you, were you ever close to sticking with triathlons, or was it because bike racing was just so much more established, or what was going on then? No, the the reason I didn't, uh, the reason I switched was so that I I I, I moved over from tri to uh, to cycling exclusively in in around 1990 and and my, my dream as a young kid was always to go to the olympics and believe it or not i mean a sport like triathlon which is so logically an olympic sport it wasn't and it wasn't an olympic sport until the year 2000 and i didn't it wasn't clear when they were going to get in it wasn't clear if it would ever happen and so uh i wanted to go to the games and uh so i switched over to cycling and made the olympic team in in, in 1992 but it, it was once I made the switch, it was um, there was no looking back until, yeah. of course, uh, I retired for the second time in, in 2011, and then in 2012 I went and did about six months of of uh, half Ironman competitions, which was super fun, super very hard, very different than what I did before, um, but I, I really I enjoyed it. You know, I'm I'm pretty excited that on some upcoming episodes here, stages we're going to talk to uh, Mark Allen and Dave Scott. They had to be childhood heroes of yours. Yeah, they were. They were, you know, as as a um, well, even before I raced with them, you know, before I'd met them or, or towed the line with them, they were that that was my, you know, that was my Brett Favre and that was my Bo Jackson. That was those were the guys that I looked up to. And then to go race with them uh, was. Uh, was a rush. I mean, it was, it was, you know, it was surreal. You know, you've talked in stages how, you know, you fell out of love with the bike a little bit and then you started doing triathlons again after the bike racing. I mean, you truly love this sport. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, outside of bike racing, do you enjoy anything more than these two things? Well, it's three sports. So I, you know, I, I don't necessarily have the time or the energy now to go train for a full-blown triathlon and, and, and try to balance training three sports, raising five kids, right. growing 
you know, a, a small business, a media platform, all this, it, it would be hard. And not to mention, I love to go play golf and gamble with my buddies occasionally. So trying to balance all that, it, 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 it so I just break it down. I, I, I ride a little, I swim a little, I run a little, I go to the gym a little and, but enough to, that, that I get my fix. Uh, but I don't no, no part of me uh, yet says, gosh, I really, uh, let me look at the calendar. Let me, let me, find an event and make a goal and go really seriously train for it. But hey. that's, that's something you bring up a good point. And that's something I just can't get around in my mind. You know, that the balance of it, I mean, an Ironman triathlete, it's nothing to put in a six or eight hour day. Yeah. No, it, 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 and, and it's not like they're making a living from it no. to get ready. They have jobs. That's my yeah. point. I mean, they have full-time jobs How and do, you do that. It, it, uh, well, think about this. First of all, uh, and, and I don't know this stat to be exactly true, although I'm, I'm pretty confident it's close. The average Ironman participant, uh, male, female, from first place to last place, full Ironmans, half Ironmans, across that entire population, you know, group there, uh, their average annual expense to, to do this, to do their hobby, uh, and again, this is—I can't confirm this 100%, but I—but I'm pretty sure I'm—I'm I'm right. Is a—is in excess of $25,000 a year. Yeah. So that's training, paying a coach, mm-hmm. equipment, bikes, wetsuits, goggles, running, all blah blah blah. Travel to the event, you know, hotels, etc. Uh, race entries, uh, you know, all of the things. That, think about that. That's a lot of money. So you have people. Uh, that are that are highly motivated that that are probably somewhat successful um but to, but to spend 25 grand i mean you have to make 40 or 50 to you know to 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 go spend that so these are these are people that are obsessed and possessed and it's also which i think is cool but i also don't think it's something as certainly as people um get into relationships have children it's not sustainable and i think mm-hmm. it's something that honestly the sport is starting to struggle with you can't you know nobody nobody's been doing this with a family and with a job and with a community for 20 years i mean you just you just can't do it It takes up it's too consuming and when i say consuming i mean if you had a nine to five job think about it i mean then you're at at swim practice at some ungodly hour and then and then you know riding or running at lunch and then riding till dark i mean you know what i was i was watching a lot of uh, you know, historic clips through the years, including, you know, the Iron War with Mark Allen and, and Dave Scott, you see a lot of couples that do this. Like both, you know, and I'm, I mean, at the amateur level, mm. there's a lot of couples that this is their goal. We're both going to do an Ironman. You see a lot of uh, images of couples running across the finish line together. Like in my mind, that's like probably one of the only ways this is going to work. Right. Otherwise, the one spouse is going to feel pretty ignored or partner, whatever you want to call it. They're like, it, it does take a very, very understanding partner in crime to, yeah. to have this. Yeah, no, it, it, it um, yeah, it would, it would. I, I found this, 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 uh, I, th- I saw this clip in 2000. This, this is obviously uh, funny and it's uh, meant to be funny, but the, somebody, I, I guess it would say here on YouTube who put this together, oh, Peter, Shankman put this together in 2010 and it's an animated uh cartoon of uh of of, of a what appears to be a guy talking to his girlfriend or his wife um 
and, and the title is I'm training for an Ironman. And I, and honestly, I mean, again, it's meant to be funny and it is funny. It's really pretty true. Right. Here we right. go. Some dinner. It's six o'clock. I can't. I have to go home to get to sleep. It's six o'clock. You are 38 years old. Why the hell do you have to go home and go to sleep? I'm training for an Iron Man. What the hell is an Iron Man? An Iron Man is a 2.4 mile swim, then a 112 mile bike ride, then a full 26.2 mile marathon, all within 17 hours. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Nothing. This is fun for me. I have to go to sleep now so I can get up at 4 in the morning and train. You get up at 4 in the morning? Six days a week. On Mondays I sleep in until 6 a.m. You're mentally retarded. So you go to sleep at 7 p.m. every night? Pretty much. How long do you train for this Iron Man? For about six months. You realized you are not going to have sex with anyone for six months. It is okay because I will be an Iron Man. So do you win money for finishing this Iron Man? No. Only the winners win money. I pay $700 to register, then I have to buy a plane ticket and fly there, and spend money to ship my bike there, and spend money for a hotel. But it is worth it. I will be an Iron Man. So you spend lots of money, to never go out at night, not get laid for six months, all because you are going to sleep at 7pm every night, so you can call yourself something that no one else would ever be stupid enough to do? But I will be an Iron Man. You are an idiot. I have to go home and go to sleep now. If you would like to join me at 4.30 in the morning for a bike ride, that would be fun. There is nothing fun about 4.30 in the morning. You are truly insane. Perhaps you would like to go for a run with me on Tuesday, then have a protein shake afterwards. We could do that. What time on Tuesday? 4.45 in the morning. Screw you. I'm going to dinner now. I don't think it was his wife or his girlfriend now that I watch him. It was a co-worker. But <laughs> right. it, it, you will not get laid for six months. You seem to be attracted and interested in sports that started out as dares yeah. just to finish. I think this was a, I think this was a, this it, was a wacky that, idea. This, that, and it's somewhat true of the Tour de France and then uh, the Ironman as well. It was like, ah, let's string all this together and see if anyone can even finish it. Yeah. So what, what they did is, is, and oddly enough, so this event takes, the Ironman takes place on the big island of Hawaii, which is, is the largest in the entire chain of islands. It's a place that I've had a home on many, many years ago and love to go back. And it's a very, very special place. And we're going to hear and see a lot about it this week as, as these athletes get ready and race on Saturday. But oddly enough, the event didn't start there. I mean, and, and think about, think about um, the distances. They really don't make any sense. A 2.4-mile swim. A hundred and twelve mile bike ride, mm -hmm. a marathon. Marathon that distance makes sense. That's a, mm -hmm. I mean, you could say a two mile swim and then a hundred right. like a century. But um, so oddly enough, this this event started on the island of Oahu, right, which is where Honolulu is. And what they did, what these group of, of uh, crazy people did, is they they had three events on the island of Oahu back in the time. There was the Waikiki Open Water Swim, which was, guess what. 2.4 miles long. Mm -hmm. There was the around Oahu bike ride, which was 115 miles. And then they had the Honolulu Marathon. So somebody wakes up one day and says, you know what? What if we just did all three? Back to back to back. 
And that's how the Iron Man started. Obviously, there was uh, the bike stage got shortened along the way. And, and as the event, as crazy as it was, and it seemed at the time, people started to do it. And Oahu is, 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 is you know, way more, especially Honolulu, is way more congested than the rest of uh, that state. So they moved the event to the big island of, of Hawaii and, and set up, you know, transition area, swim start, uh, finish, everything right in the, uh, the, you know, the small town of Kona. You know, it's funny, there are a lot of people who are, um, don't follow this event closely. You're picturing riding through, you know, beautiful palm trees and nice, cool weather and, you know, just having a, a pleasure uh, environment. And then when you go back, I was watching some of these clips this week, like it's lava fields, like it's windy and hotter than people th- or can be. I think they're expecting somewhat cooler temperatures this week, but it can yep. be gnarly out there. No, it's, it's, uh, and again, I spent a lot of time, uh, basically living there, training there, uh, being there. And it, uh, you know, it, it's it, for the person who's not in Kona about to race this weekend, if you're going for a vacation or you're trying to plan a training camp, I'm telling you, it's some of the best bike riding uh, around. It's, it's super challenging. Um, my, my everybody, you know, the, in the Island too, I mean, obviously you'll, as we watch the race, you'll see, yes. Uh, you know, more than half of the bike ride and all of the run is you're just running through these black lava fields. It gets a little, you get more vegetation as you, uh, go past the port and you start to climb to Javi. You see, you see the high grasses, you see what, you know, what they would refer to as the high country that would look like that. And then the, the truth is you're going to see those high grasses blowing sideways because that part of the island is very, very windy. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a special, it's a special place for sure. You know, I, I've, I, I was sitting there thinking, and I've thought this before, each element of the Ironman I, I've done on its own and they were all just brutal, right? So the first thought is stringing them together. And then I thought, okay, I've ridden that far, but I rode in a freight train of a pack. Yep. You know what I mean? Where you're getting towed along quite to a certain degree. And then you start to break down, and you think of that as like really a time trial for that distance. And so it's, for a lot of people who've, who ride bikes, race, and you're, you're, you know, you're building echelons and you're riding in a Peloton, that now the thought of doing 115 miles on your own, no drafting, sort of starts to go, oh, my God, just that element of it alone. JB, it, it, the Ironman is, is an individual event. So you, you do not have teammates. You do not have the ability, theoretically, to draft. Um, you don't get outside support in the run or the swim or the bike, for that matter. Um, and that, you know, I came to this sport in the mid-'80s, and, 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 and at the time, even at the highest level, the Olympic distance, those were individual events. This, that part of the sport changed and morphed into more of a team sport. There is drafting. There is – it, it, and I, you know, I've been on the record many, many times and, and gotten a ton of shit for saying that that, that style of racing is, 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 a, is a shampoo, a blow-dry, and a 10K. And, you know, just the, you know, the world lit up and got all mad. But the, 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 the history and the origins of this sport, which we just talked about, said that this is an individual event. And so that's what's beautiful about not just the, you know, the Hawaii Ironman, but all of the Ironmans and half Ironmans is it's every man and woman for himself. And, 
quite frankly, I mean, I think that's that's the way it ought to be. And and yeah, you're right. You're gonna, the, you know, those people are out there all alone. You get a flat. Guess who's fixing it? Oh, you don't even have wheel support. I believe it. now there are stations. You know, you can't. I think there's some in the pro race. There's some neutral support that goes amongst the leaders in the in the pro ranks there's probably some stations set up along the way where somebody can help you a lot of this if you had a real mechanic these bikes are very technical now hard to fix but if you're not near any of that and there's not neutral support you you i mean obviously you, you have to be prepared to do it yourself well and also with this compared to any other sport i mean not to not to make this blue or anything there's bodily function issues to deal with. It's asking the body to do something pretty extreme. Yeah. No, it's it's this it's it's there's three there's three sports that people see, but the sport is really five sports, and that's the obvious obviously the three are the swim, the bike, and the run. The fourth and fifth are hydration and nutrition. If you don't get those right, and I in 2012 when I did the halves, I couldn't figure out how to get that balance right. Until, until the very end, um, which actually worked. But uh, so many people struggle with that. And, and you know, the, when you see people on the side of the road in Kona, not just, you know, vomiting or having to, it's because they, they struggled or they didn't get the balance right on the hydration or the n- nutritional side. And I remember in, in 19, I won some triathlon in, in the mid 80s or late 80s in, in, in Dallas where I grew up. And the first, first prize, was an all expenses paid trip to Kona to watch the Ironman. And so uh, I won the race and I got the, you know, that was my first prize. So I flew over there with a group of people and watched the race, which ended up being, unbeknownst to me as I headed over there, ended up being the greatest Ironman duel of all time with our two guests. And you were we there to, watching. I was there prize. watching and I weaseled my way onto some of the press trucks and got to see some things. And so, you know that would became known as is the Iron War when with Dave Scott who had uh, who had won six uh, and and Mark Allen who had struggled on the Big Island and had won none um, and this was a major show this became like I just said what they refer to as the greatest race of all time called the Iron War but we're we're I'm sitting here watching this and I'm a young kid I'm got in 1989 I'm 17 or 18 and uh, they're running side by side and. And all of a sudden, I see Mark Allen just step off to the side of the road. I'm like, oh, no, what's going on? And I'm, ne- and I'm never in my life, and I can't unremember this. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, he stops, squats, grabs like, I don't know how he quite did it, but grabbed like a part of his shorts and just this massive spray of bodily fluid. And I was like. In the Iron War year? Yes. They, yes, they don't I'm, make. Mitch, of course, they're not going to show it on television. I, and I'm literally thinking, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, well, but, also, then we didn't get to see sports live. You would see it all edited and packaged up into a nice one-hour network program, right? Yeah. So they're but not going to leave that in. There. Yeah, but it was. Anyways, point being, you know, the gut is 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 the most important thing to uh, to uh, to think about when it comes to you know competing this event. You know what's really interesting about uh, the web coverage we have now of Iron Man? Mm. Like, you don't know what you're going to see. You're bringing up all these gross things that, right. that made such an impression on you. Now the sports change it. Like, live streaming is really going to change right. uh, Iron Man coverage because right. we, we would always just sort of get a, I don't know how to describe it. For many years, it was sort of a fluff recap. 
all you're consolidating eight nine hours into a one hour show at best so you know now it's like you don't know what you're going to see during the course of i I find it hard to believe that we're actually going to watch something for eight hours i know (laughs) i mean so that leads us to the obvious here um a couple things to look forward to uh, coming up, we're going to have a couple more episodes for you, interviews with Mark Allen and then also with Dave Scott, the yep. two absolute legends of the sport. Uh, they're both over at Kona, but we're uh, through the technology from Life Size Communications, we can bring them in yep. uh, for live stream. So if you're a fan of the sport, you're obviously going to want to hear those two guys, right? Yep. We'll have a recap show. Now, we haven't even really hashed this out. I, as I've worked more and more with you, Lance, I know that there's... There's always an idea, but not always a perfect plan. <laughs> uh, that's a compliment, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it worked out. So we'll have a recap show. Yep. So we're probably going to be watching uh, the live stream on and off uh, throughout, throughout the, day, the day on the 14th. But Saturday. keeping in mind that Hawaii is five hours right. um, different than where we sit here in Austin, Texas. By the way, for the listener at home, Hawaii does not have daylight savings. So... Right now it's five hours, and early November it'll be four. Okay. Uh, so if you're going for Christmas, it's going to be four from Central Time. Well, anyways, you can figure it out, people. <laughs> but uh, so so the the race starts at eleven thirty in the morning our time, just before midday, and so it'll go on until you know roughly seven thirty. The women uh, will will take a little longer, so it it you know we won't have you know we'll we'll we won't have the show up that night. But but so that recap. You know, race day recap will go up on Sunday. Yeah, I want to give people an idea of what to expect. So yeah. we'll we'll kind of reconvene, compare notes, and do a recap show to see what what happened at Ironman uh, on Sunday the fifteenth. Yep. All right. And and just it, for the listener at home, we both love that this has been uh, well received. But please, no emails asking to cover you know Ironman Sri Lanka because <laughs> it's not going to happen. No I'm kidding. Yeah, and you know, check out the gear at, at wedosport.com. Yep. Uh, they're still flying off the shelves. The Suffer shirt's still very popular, and I think that's even more applicable with triathletes. Yep. No, they're, they're, listen, this is, this is the, the, that event, not that I've ever done it, but I've done things like it and done halves. I mean, it's, there are plenty of times where people have really intense conversations with themselves. Like, A, why am I here again? Why did I decide to do this? B, why am I staying here? It's so much easier just to go home with the family and, and get a massage or whatever. It's it's this is one of the toughest tests of the of the human body and the human spirit and the human mind that you can think of. Do you even want to make a prediction? I I, I, I mean I don't know how you bet against Jan Frodeno, the German, and then and then um, and Daniela Reif, the the I hope I said that right. My Swiss I don't pronounce my Swiss pronunciation is not great, but. Um, I, I think they both win again. Be interesting to see how Tim O'Donnell does. Is is you know can he again be the top American? Can he podium? Can he could he potentially win? But we did also find out that there is a bit of an advantage to already having one of these under your belt and having that mental confidence and well, toughness. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean the 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 it's a straightforward race, but at the same time, it's also very technical. So the experience of just knowing what 112 miles on that long lonely road is like, and then you know, the hydration, the nutrition, just, just, you know, I imagine Jan Frodeno is just going to go back to the hydration nutrition game plan that he used last year and the year before, and you just run it again. Having said all that, people make mistakes. Things go different. Yeah. Um, there are, you know, 
This, they're, they're mechanicals. They're, you know, the, the X factors in this race are two things, the heat and most importantly, the wind. I mean, Kona is, is famous for the wind. And when I say wind, I mean, out at Hobby, it is, you cannot believe how windy it gets. It gets, it, it, it's, it's dangerous wind. You know, you're out on, the, out on your tri bars, on your aero bars, coming down from Hobby at you're 40, 50 miles an hour. And, and, the, and it's a crosswind. It's not a head or a tail. Yeah. It's cross. So the deep dish rims, out on the bars. It's, it's uh, I've, I've done that ride uh, on a tri bike. And, I, and, I, and I've ridden a lot of bikes in my life, a lot of hours on a bike. And I've been so scared that I have to, I have to come off the tri bars. I'm going on, the, I'm going on, my, on my drops because I was scared shitless. On a flat section. Well, you're down, you know, from Javi, you climb up to Javi and then yeah. you turn around in, in the old town of Javi and then you descend. Um, so it's, 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 uh, it can be scary. Well, we'll give you this opportunity too if you want to throw a question at Lance that we might be able to hopefully get to in yeah. that recap show. Uh, send an email, stages at wedosport.com. <laughs>